that was on the call last night there to hear. Um, what a game last night. You know, you got the Saints and then you got the uh, Carolina Panthers in an old NFC South showdown there. And um, you talk about a great game, an ugly fest, 12-9. What did you think about that, Jared? Well, I mean, dude, those are I mean, those are some good teams fighting for um, well, the Saints for the one seed and the and the Panthers for the wild card. But you could tell, man, they were they were the the defenses were really there last night. Indeed, so indeed, so, and we welcome you guys here back inside of our broadcast booth. It's myself, Sebi, alongside co-host Jared Rojas here back on the Sebi Podcast Show. Um, whatever you're tuning in on YouTube or streaming here on WNSC Radio, and um, what a weekend, you know. <laughs> Yep, again, man, back-to-back crazy weekends. Absolutely, absolutely. And first and foremost, we want to thank all of our sponsors and our partnerships here on the SEPI Podcast Show. We want to thank Discount Tire Shop, also Ricky the Barber, Revamp Barbershop, located on the campus of UCF, as well as Haifa Hookah Lounge, the official hookah lounge and sponsors of SEPI's podcast. Um, we've got a lot to talk about um, today. You know, we want to go. We have the Kawhi Leonard saga. Um, hearing rumors that himself and Kevin Durant would want to join forces. What's up with that? Oof. Crazy stuff going on, man. KD and hey, man, some crazy, some crazy stuff could go on in the NBA. But what, what about the personnel? Is it in the NBA that's different than than than, than any other sport? When all these superstars trying to collide and and that's just to where the nba has come to i i think and super teams now reign in 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 the nba yeah we'll get on top of all that in some other week 15 action here and it's all <laughs> coming up here in sebi's podcast And we're back here on Sebi Podcast Show here on WNSC Radio. Um, the Kawhi Leonard saga, you know, a Bleacher Report and uh, Woj and Lowe, part of the ESPN reporters and analysts on ESPN reported that the Clippers and Steve Ballmer and Doc Rivers are trying to create a formula and create cap room to blur two max contracts for the 2019 NBA free agency and names like Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard were headlines in their wish list for the Clippers. So um, that, that that story's quite interesting to me. You know, Kawhi Leonard, a very soft-spoken guy, and uh, KD, before he went to Golden State, of course, um, who were looked upon as one of the greatest scorers of, of our generation, maybe perhaps all time. Um, what? <laughs> that's It's not scary. I mean, I think that's scary. <laughs> you know, Kawhi and KD perhaps going to, to, to the Clippers. Mm, no, yeah, that's some that's some crazy, that's some crazy personnel you're talking about on the same team. I mean, they're defensively, um, you know, when when they're both going, you know, prime time defense and 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 that and you know, obviously they can both score. Um, what I think about it is, um, you know, at this point in his career, KD can do whatever he wants. He's already known, um, well known as being one of the best. But um, for Kawhi, you know, building that championship legacy, you know, he's doing really good in the regular season now um, in Toronto. Why, why not build something there? And and you know, you're 
you already had a, a bad falling out with San Antonio. Start something new. Um, you know, don't 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 be one of those guys. <clears throat> and I think Kawhi can can be the good guy, and he can turn, you know, turn Toronto into a championship caliber team. Um, right now, does he have the personnel? You know, maybe not around him, the bench, but they're the best team right now for 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 your boy, man. Yeah, best team right now for sure here in the Eastern Conference for sure at twenty three and nine. Um, there, but yeah. what do you give uh, uh, you know Raptors chances in keeping this guy? You know, um, there's speculations that Clipper officials have been going to Raptor games. Raptors owners and coaching staffs don't didn't even know about this. They were unaware. Um, Massey IGM gambling, giving away Yaka Perto and Demar Derozan in a second round pick to get Kawhi Leonard from the San Antonio Spurs, showing that hey, you know, we've got all this new core nucleus with. OGI Idanobi, Siakam, we've got um, Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet, and our championship window is right now, and that's the reason why they gambled and got Kawhi Leonard. Well, what does it say to the Raptors franchise if Kawhi Leonard walks a year after? I mean, well, that's actually a good one. Um, the 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 Toronto front office, you, you you look at it and you keep guys like Kawhi and Demar Derozan their whole careers throughout their rough years, and you know I really I really think that that they're a class a class franchise, and you know I think that Kawhi got lucky because he he had a he had a class franchise in in San Antonio um, when he was with the Spurs, you know they, they they always treated him with with respect, and you know it, and it was a bad falling out there, whether it was because of said said injury that that team doctors said he was clear to play and he didn't feel like it or whatever it was there but um you know if if, if Kawhi walks I don't think that it's that it's necessarily Toronto but it is today's NBA um you know bringing yet another player um you know to to, to build a super team and, and another player that, that 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 might be doing that is Anthony Davis and a few other players like that that are going to leave you know their their teams to build something bigger than than, than that. So we'll see. But um, you know, for 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 this season, the the, the rappers they're a big deal. <clears throat> they're a big deal for real. And yeah, these these players are looking for their careers because ultimately you're you know you're looked upon when you retire for rings and championship and success and what you've done throughout your tenure in the NBA. There for you. And and on the opposite side, you know, Kawhi Leonard is from Southside at Los Angeles. He's a childhood guy. He went to San Diego State um, in his college years, not too far off from uh, Hollywood there. And and I think he's in the mindset of going home. You know, I read I think he will be a Clipper rather than the Laker. I don't think he would want to play in the shadows of LeBron James. He's publicly gone out and spoken about that previously in numerous press conferences. But uh, I think that if if that does happen, I think he would be a Clipper rather than a Laker. Um, and if this deal does happen, where do you see him leaving to? And if not, uh, where do you see, do you think he'll stay in Toronto? Um, well, you know it's hard it's hard to tell. Like I said in today's NBA, because these players, superstars, that is, are 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 leaving and 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 you know going going away. Um, there's some teams that or there's some players rather that that really take take pride in in being a in being a hometown guy and and stuff like that so you know can you really not Kawhi for doing something like that no but um you know <clears throat> you know going back to it you gotta you gotta make with what you do uh with what you got right now and 
Kawhi's got it. So, you know, you go to the Clippers. Are they are they built to win? But, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see going Well, let forward. me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard, is that in uh, an instant championship contender? Yes. Yeah. You know, because you're first of all, you're you're weakening the Warriors. So, I mean, that's already, <laughs> they have, that's already building on. So, I mean, um, if Kevin Durant does leave, you know, you you look at it. And if he goes to, to, to the Clippers, yeah, they're they're, they're instant um, contenders, because like I said, the super teams, the Lakers won how many games last year? And now they're 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 contenders. Although they might not be playing like it or or whatever, but you know they they are. When once you get Le- when you got LeBron, you got a chance. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I mean, <clears throat> wherever Kawhi goes, yeah, yeah, there there will there will be some championship hopes in that city. Awesome, awesome. Uh, I want to go ahead and listen to a podcast here. Rose and Low uh, talked about this um, issue with the Kawhi Leonard saga and explains why the Raptors are concerned about losing their two-time defensive player of the year and their superstar. Let's take a listen here. Yeah, and, and here's, you know, here's the line they have to walk. They can't give away, they're not going to give away picks and their top young players in some uh, deal that makes them incrementally better this season because they've got to save all those assets for Anthony Davis, a big trade this summer, either pre or post free agency. Uh, but you know that's why they've looked at players like Trevor Ariza, guys who are on one-year deals who don't have money going forward. And like you said, LeBron talks about, I'm going to be patient. I'm in this for the long run. You know, we're going to grow these young players. And immediately, what is it? Get me Tyson Chandler. Go get me Trevor Ariza. Get me veterans to help me win now. But Houston, Houston falling off has made a lot of teams feel like, hey, maybe you know we can be in that upper echelon. Maybe we can sneak into a conference final, and we'll be the team that loses. There are literally 12 teams who could reasonably talk themselves into, hey, why not us? Uh, you mentioned the Lakers, their big summer plans, right? They have all these young guys who, who they view as trade assets. I think Ingram has been a little bit more of an awkward fit with LeBron than they had thought. You know, he's not taking any threes. They thought they would turn him into a more of a spot-up shooter around LeBron. Um, they also have $39 million in cap space this summer. That was the the talking on Woj. And, and what do you think about that? Well, I mean, yeah, you, you, <clears throat> like they said, man, you're 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 dealing with cap space and 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 you're dealing with these with these good players. But yeah, I mean, with the whole with, with the whole Kawhi thing, you know, you look back at it. Um, I mean, it's just <clears throat> you got you got superstar su- superstar talent, um, and Kawhi's been a guy his whole career that really hasn't been too vocal about issues within the within the franchise but um yeah you got a good player and and I think that um staying in Toronto would be his best bet but like I said we're it's 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 early in the season so far um I don't think that anybody's really thinking about this except the Clippers I mean unless Kawhi has been 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 thinking about it but if I'm Kawhi I'm thinking about championship dreams and and aspirations possible yeah, it's possible, man. It really is going forward this year, but we're still early season. Um, a lot can change. A lot can happen. Players get injured. All that, all that good stuff. But <clears throat> yeah, a few months, we'll, we'll we'll be talking, man. We'll be talking. <laughs> indeed, so indeed, so. And up next, up next, my weekend observation. We'll go ahead and look at some of the key matchups in Week 15. You're listening to the Sebi Podcast Show here on WNSC Radio. 
there was the soundbite there on the Patriots and Celtics, uh, Patriots and Steelers game in Pittsburgh this week. Um, we're back here, Jared and Sebi here on the Sebi Podcast Show on WNSC Radio. What a game! What a game! Um, you know, uh, uh, two teams um, that have history. Uh, hated rivalry. You know, these two teams hate themselves, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New England Patriots, two of the more storied franchises. Uh, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh six Super Bowls, Patriots having five. Um, the Patriots have owned uh, the Steelers. Uh, Brady uh, entered this game 11-2 and against Pittsburgh all time. So this is a team that you know, although Pittsburgh has been great all these years, Brady has owned them and they can't get over that hump. Um, and what a win uh, that was for them coming off a three-game losing streak for Pittsburgh and you know what 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 does that say for Pittsburgh what a win yeah man they needed they needed to step up huge um you look at Pittsburgh I mean they they have the talent they got a good team and they have a a defense that is is better than a little bit I mean a, a little better than the defense that they've had in the in the past few years and you know you mentioned the 11 and 2 against against um New England um you know the 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 Steelers have been great all these years, and year after year Brady takes you down. So, um, I mean, the chip on their shoulder is huge, dude. They're going out there, um, must win game for them. Came out big. You gotta love it, Mike Tomlin. Credit to him. Um, the defense came up big, but Brady, Brady didn't look like himself. Come playoff time, that'll change though. Come playoff time, that will definitely change. That would definitely change there for real. Huge win for Pittsburgh with the Baltimore Ravens on their heels, holding the Patriots there to 10 points. Our weekend, our weekend observation here is powered by Revamp Barbershop, the official barbershop here of Seb's podcast on here. And uh, our weekend observation, this is what I saw. I saw Red Hot Cowboys going into Indianapolis, getting the brakes beat out of them. Now, don't look now. The Colts, winners of seven of their last eight. Andrew Luck being the catalyst for that Colts offense. What did you see there in that ball game? I saw a goose egg, sir. That was a big goose egg by a Colts defense that, I mean, are they are they top 15 in, in the league? The, and, maybe so, maybe so. And yeah, and you, and you, and you look at, at the Cowboys, they're red. They were red hot before this game. And I mean, what does it say about them? I don't know. I mean, you look at, you know, big national analysts like 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 Skip Bayless and, and other analysts like that. They're buying in, in. Well, of course, Skip is. But other analysts are buying into the, the Cowboys hype. And after a game like that, you look at the Cowboys. And I've always been one like the NFC East this year is weak. They're, they're, everybody's hurt. Somebody has to win that division. And although the Cowboys defense is real deal and they have Zeke who can run who can run the whole game over um, I don't think that the Cowboys are, are a real deal threat to teams like New Orleans, like like the L.A. Rams. Um, you know, they they might sneak out a win or two, but um, yeah, I don't I don't I don't think the Cowboys will be making that Super Bowl run this offseason or this postseason. I'm sorry. Got you, got you. Weekend observation: the NFC North crowned the Bears, the Chicago Bears, for eight years since they won their last division crown. They beat up on Aaron Rodgers in that pack in Soldier Field. Khalil Mack, that defense, second rank in the NFL. Tariq Cohen and that offense. Are you buying in the Bears, perhaps? Oh, yeah. The NFC. Oh, yes. My man, my man, Sebi's podcast told me one time, defense travels. 
and you could tell you could tell that day that that defense traveled and I mean it was a good game you you, you look at the uh, at the Bears and it's a must-win game against a great quarterback those are never easy those are the, those are never easy because the opposing team knows that it's a must-win for you it's not a secret and um you know they they they, they took down a good team in Green Bay um and 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 they've already taken down the Rams and you know, week after week, these Bears are looking like real deal contenders, and I'm liking it, and I'm loving the the, the hard nosed football that that Coach Nagy has been playing. Awesome, awesome. Weekend observation: This is what I saw a couple weeks ago. Philip Rivers in that Chargers offense in Heinz Field, down by 16, come back and win against Pittsburgh. In Arrowhead on Thursday, down 14 against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid eventually wins over or under reaction the chargers the best team in the nf afc i've been saying this um the 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 chiefs are an amazing team but you're always held back by the fact that you have a well he's not technically a rookie but he's a rookie quarterback his first year starting so patrick mahomes is going to make the mistakes like you saw late in the L.A. Rams game where he had the, the, the fumbles and, and, and the interception and, and, and the missed throws. Patrick Mahomes is going to be a great quarterback, yes. But, you know, you look at the, the, the premier teams um, and, they, and they all have, you know, quarterbacks that have been there for years. The Chargers are going are gonna, to are gonna run deep in, in, into the postseason and they will eventually run in to Tom Brady and those Patriots. That's all I have to say. We will find out what happens after that. You know better than I what what may happen, but it'll be a good one for sure. Well, I, I've been preaching this for quite a while. I, I think that um, the, the L.A. Chargers, to me, have an identity. Anthony Lynn is is perhaps my coach of the year. I've said I've seen enough through 14 weeks to claim Phillip Rivers as my MVP. People are looking Ooh. at me weird. They were telling me, what about Drew Brees or, or Todd Gurley or perhaps Patrick Mahomes? I'm like, well, you take Phillip Rivers out of that team. They don't win those ball games. They don't come back. Not only that, I, I think the Chargers are the most complete team in football. They can run the football. They can throw it. They can play excellent defense, especially in their back end, and they can get pressure on you. And they play great special teams. There, there isn't a, a lot of flaws and weakness on that L.A. Chargers team. Um, and and I, I think that even although I'm a Patriots fan, it's scary to say they might be the most potent and scariest team in the AFC. Um, Colin Cowherd on the Colin Cowherd pod had Sean Merriman. Uh, we all remember Sean, Perry, Sean Merriman, the old uh, Chargers. Mm-hmm. I'll get them sacks there. Um, he had them on the show, and, and they discussed about the LA Chargers and, and their best teams in the NFL. No, it's wide open. I think uh, the Saints are the best team. Yeah, they, they are. Chargers and Saints. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I think the Chargers have the best roster. I think, by the way, I think Kansas City's an inch behind. So I would say this. If the Saints win tonight, Saints, Chargers, Chiefs. You buy that, Joy? Saint, if the there you go. That was Colin Cowherd here on that show, on the herd there. What do you think about that? Him saying that the best teams right now, he thinks, is, is the Saints, Chargers, and following with the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue that. And um, as go, go, going back to the Chargers for a quick second, I mean, you look at the games that they've played over the past few weeks, they haven't had, well, maybe not their best player, but their best running back in Melvin Gordon. And they didn't have Eckler last week in um, – 
in Kansas City or in whoever, whoever yeah really in Kansas City yeah. there yeah and so I mean that even just credits Philip Rivers even even more than than what we did but yes it it, it it is hard to argue especially after a game like last night which New Orleans almost gave up because you fumbled the ball out of the end zone with a minute left in the game um that's not really ideal but um yes the best teams in the league I think you know that is it's really hard to argue um the Rams over the past two weeks have not looked good golf has looked out of at, well out what of happened to them against the Eagle they laid an egg yeah, I mean, you see what happens when you bring pressure. That front seven is no joke. They're they're, they're secondary. Um, yeah, it's hurt, and yeah, it might not have been the best this year, but the front seven in Philadelphia is is no joke at all. Man. Yeah, Fletcher and, and boys. Yeah, and if they sneak in, okay, and if Nick Foles does it again, then what? Then what if Nick Foles wins, what, four straight games and wins the Super Bowl? Then what? Then 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 what do you think about that, Sebi's podcast? Yeah, I mean, then then what do you do with Carson Wentz? You know, he's supposed to be the face and the franchise of of your team and of the Philadelphia Eagles organization. But what does that say? A backup winning perhaps <laughs> two Super Bowls and and making a run as a wild card there. Um, so that would be very fascinating to see there. And that was our um, weekend observations here on the Sebi podcast show there for us um, there. One more guy I'd like to talk about here. Um, I kind of like to call him the video game. The video game speed. And um, I'm seeing a new transition for John Harbaugh and the Baltimore Ravens. I I see a new era brewing in Lamar Jackson, uh, the sensational Heisman Trophy winner from Louisville. Um, Scouts are are comparing him to to, uh, Michael Vick and how fast he is, um, how electrifying he is with the ball in his hands. But I'm seeing a new era. John Harbaugh, although... Joe Flacco has been banged up and he was ready to go. He, he he claimed that, you know, moving on forward, that Lamar Jackson is going to be their quarterback. Um, Joe Flacco now being the backup for Baltimore. Are we seeing a new era for the Ravens? Oh, of course you are, man. I mean, like you said, video game speed and and for me, um, you know, I like I like I like my quarterback, you know, being safe and nice right behind right right behind the big O lineman that you pay. But um, Lamar Jackson is not that type of player, and they chose him knowing that that he's going to run the ball. But I think um, you know it, it is his rookie year, and his arm isn't there yet. So yes, he has to run the ball more. But you know, 25, 30 times a game when you're when you're running the football as a quarterback, that's supposed to be your guy. Um, he's not going to be taking every snap of the game if he's running 30 times he's gonna end up getting banged up I watched the whole game because I'm a I'm a huge Bucks fan this weekend and and yes he ran all over us along with his buddies Kenneth Dixon and and and, and others but Lamar Jackson um is gonna be a, a, a perennial talent he's gonna he's gonna sell jerseys he's gonna you know potentially on, on the on the Madden cover um but how long is his is his life in the NFL going to last right you know, right yeah Absolutely. because of the hits that he's gonna take Right, absolutely. But, he does have to get some some pounds in him. I and mean, what do you think about his progression being a having to learn a, a pocket passer? I think he has the great offensive coordinator in uh, Marty Mordingwig, the same offensive coordinator that Michael Vick had in his years in Philly. Uh, what do you think about him helping him be a passer rather than uh, only a running? Because there are going to be times where where teams game plan and and and, and takes away his running ability. No, yeah, exactly. And and the Ravens, they plotted for this because you know that you're going to draft Lamar Jackson. So 
they got Rob, they, they they bring in Robert Griffin as a mentor for Lamar, and that was a good move because Robert Griffin had to deal with the same thing when he transitioned into the NFL. He couldn't run the ball over and over and over like he did in college. You have to throw it. It's you have to sit behind your your blockers, and you and and you have to you you have to chuck it. So um you know going forward over the next few years we're gonna see Lamar Jackson transition into a new quarterback. But um you know that guy for for a long extended amount of time i think i think that he can be as long as the coaches and and lamar himself understand that this is what needs to happen this is what needs to change in order to be a long time nfl great right 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 and this is probably uh, the end for joe flacco there isn't it no yeah there it, it is but they said um i heard that the ravens are, are are looking to respectfully trade him to whichever team he wants to go to and you know that 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 that's another topic. You know, you look at Jacksonville, and you know, actually, yeah, every Florida that team really down need quarterbacks, right? Yeah, right. yeah, especially every Florida team down here. That's something that we could definitely talk about because <laughs> Jameis Tannehill and and Kessler, Will Bortles, whoever in Jacksonville yeah. are cutting it right now. They could all use a Joe Flacco, but we'll see. We'll see what, where Flacco wants to go. I'm sure he wants to be somewhere that is ready to win now. That's why I mentioned Jacksonville because they have some personnel across that that defense and. You know, you add a few more offensive weapons and Joe Flacco. You know, you might you might be serious. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, you might be serious there for sure. There's some great topics and, and some great segments and some great takes there um, here. And, and we want to thank all the listeners and all of the viewers tuning in here, whether you're streaming online or whether you're on air or online. You remember Sebi's podcast is wherever you go listening here on WNSC Radio. For myself, Jared. Sebi and Jarrett here on the Sebi Podcast Show. We want to thank all of you and all of our sponsors here on WNSC Radio. And this is Sebi's Podcast. <laughs>